You know, sometimes I wonder if I could imitate this music acapella. Well, yeah. Beatboxing. Like Try it. Go for it. Let's see. <laughs> it, it was a good thought. I'm going to do it one day. Okay. All right. I'm going to do it one day. Okay. Oh, that was good. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, so a little more ever, twangy on the guitar, though. That's true. Yeah, if we ever <laughs> if we ever have a problem and the music uh, goes out, we'll then, do that. Then we can start. Okay, the show that I way. like that. Thank <laughs> you for jumping in on that one with me, Michael. <laughs> well, you know. <clears throat> okay. You must have really missed me. You were gone this weekend, I so was you gone were this just weekend. so I did, sweet. I missed you, and I wanted to make you happy, so I did. You did it, did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get you to smile. You're sweet. Yeah, you have a sweet smile. Oh, listen at you. I know, I'm so good. Okay. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you too. All right, so we're going to talk about dreams this week. We are. Oh, my goodness. Michael French, my dream life has come alive again. Well, you started recording him again. Yes, and it just goes to show you. I mean, look, just because we teach on this and we talk about this and we podcast about this, and we talk about all the dreams we've had in our life. We are not always the best at recording our dreams, are we? It's true. We don't always get it done the way you would think we would. Maybe it's because we are inundated sometimes with dreams so much. You know, people asking what? us all the time. And it's like it becomes, you know, it, ho-hum. And here we are. We do this all the time. I don't mean that in a bad way. We love it. No, and I was going to say, it's not just that we were inundated with us having dreams, but we're inundated with dreams. We're always talking about right. Dreams. We teach on it. We, you know, people ask us about it. We have our own. We have our families. We have, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just around us all the time. And so I think, you know, maybe we take things for granted sometimes. Or I'm, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for you, but I know that. Because I have so many dreams a night, I've talked about this before, it's very difficult for me to write them all down. But then there was a season where I just really wasn't dreaming a lot. Of, and, and I accredit it to my, me working night shift, me having to take uh, something to help me sleep sometimes. And so, um, you know, anyway. Well, I, there's, there's also something else we tell people. There are cycles with your dreams. Yeah. We go through times when we're hearing a lot through dreams. And it's the primary way that our creator is speaking to us. Right. And then we go through cycles where there, he wants to speak in other ways. And so our dream life will sort of fade back in order for us to pay attention to other ways he speaks. Because we don't want to become dependent. As much as we talk about dreams, we don't want to become dependent on a single way of hearing from God. Which, and I, I don't think that we have done that personally. No, I just you want know? to remind but people. But yes, it's, it's not, good to remember that. When you look at everything about your life says, well, I'm not too busy. I'm not working heavy. I'm not taking medications to help sleep. I'm not working a night shift. Now, well, why have my dreams slowed down? I am focusing on my dreams. I am paying attention to my dreams. All the conditions seem right, and yet you're still mm -hmm. not dreaming much. It can just be that God is speaking other ways and saying, hey, let's talk a different way. Let's keep this fun. It's all about perspective, I think, too, though, sometimes. It's like right now I could say, okay, maybe God was saying, hey, I'm not going to give you as much dreams. I want you to focus on other things. But it could also be that I wasn't making them important. It could be both. Right. It sure. could be a little of both. And so I can't help. I'm always in a place where I'm trying to go, okay, how can I um, be better at 
you know, things in my life. You know, what what is better? And that's, but a, I, that's always good. But you were going to say something else, and I sort of tossed something in. Well, Michael, you know, I, that thought is already gone, baby. But I will try and retrieve uh, it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, here, Well, I, what I, it's all about perspective. You know, we... So I'm trying to say, okay, how can I get better? What we are teaching on podcasting, right. we tell people, record your dreams. That's how you learn. And I did initially, especially when you're first learning, how what God's dream language is to you. What is your creator? How has how does he speak to you? What is your dream language? You know, and we talk about that too. It's not set in stone, but I noticed that for me, I've always been a dreamer. I've not really ever had a time where I wasn't dreaming until the last few years. And I attributed that to, you know, possibly me working night shift, you know, uh, having to take a sleep aid, that sort of thing. And so um, I think my, I'm retrieving what I was going to talk oh, about. Oh, very good. Um, I'm trying. And so uh, I was attributing me, my lack of relaxing sleep, oh, you know, work is stressful, that sort of thing. I was attributing me not dreaming because of that. So it could be either. Or both. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Uh, always good to examine yourself, you know, and ask why. That's right. Um, but l- l- as of late, I've been trying to wake up and record it. Even if I only do one word. Ooh, I just remembered a dream I had the other night. Don't let me forget to tell you. It's okay. just a number. It's okay. so wild. All right, good. Um, anyway, so, sorry, guys. That's just how I roll. There's a rabbit here, That's rabbit squirrel there. the way she rolls. <laughs> that- Movie, what was it, Up, that yeah. Disney did? Where squirrel. the dog says, squirrel. Yeah. That's Lisa. I, I can't help it. <laughs> well, I probably could, but it would be so boring. Um, That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right, so go ahead. Where were we going? I don't remember. Well, well, well why, don't, why don't we... <laughs> Wait, no, it okay. was important. Okay. Go ahead. I was talking about writing down <laughs> dreams and how that was important. Okay. So anyway... So, lately, I've been trying to make it important. Uh, even if I only remember one word or something, I'll get up in the middle of the night, I take, I have an iPhone, I get my iPhone, I go to my notes page, I have dreams listed. Right. Sometimes it's under the wrong category because I'm half asleep, I don't have my glasses on, but I'll just write down, like last night, I wrote down Gladys. Gladys the cat. <laughs> Gladys the cat. I had a dream. So, about Gladys the cat. But I didn't go into detail, right? Right, but then you can remember, because you have something to spark your memory, you can yes. remember Yes, okay, so then I couldn't go to sleep after I had that dream, so I thought, well, I'll take a melatonin now, because I can't, I can't go back to sleep. And I've wondered, is melatonin affecting it and not affecting it? You know, and I think it can. But anyway, because uh, I want my dreams to be as natural as possible, but we know in life sometimes you can't help it. There are just sometimes you need medication. There's certain things you uh, feel we can't go without sometimes, <laughs> and for some people that would be a problem spiritually. They would think, "Oh, that's terrible," and then for other people they're like, "No, I really can't go without my medication." You right. know. So anyway, so I had I had as I began this morning to finish writing down my dream. I even told you about the dream you woke up in the middle of the night. That helped me remember it too. And and amazingly, I do remember you actually waking me up and telling me you had I did not a wake you up, Michael French. You asked me for a drink of water. Okay, that but what I meant was <laughs> that's true. What I meant was I remember being awake when you told yes. me because that's not normal for me. True. I normally don't rem- you tell me things in the middle of the night and I don't remember them. I know, it's I know. true. It's true. So anyway, tell us more about Gladys the cat. 
so um, what was I saying? I was on a roll. You were saying you remembered it. You woke up in the morning. You wrote the rest of it down. You remembered it. Okay, so because I was writing it down, I it opened up every other dream I had last night, which I had that I can recall right now, four dreams and some tidbits of others we didn't even talk about. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And let me just say, let me just say, this. a lot of times when you dream multiple dreams in a night, they'll all be related. Yes. But some people, that's not true for. Some people, it's a sort of a prophetic, revelatory way of hearing from God. And so those those people who sort of have that kind of a gift mix, oftentimes their dreams are different messages through the night. And Lisa happens to be one of those people who dreams about multiple different topics through the night not just more than one dream but more than one topic through the night yes so so we have fun in the mornings <laughs> but i don't always share michael i don't always share with you every dream i have i know you, you feel know, like you i know, do you know better than to share every dream oh my you goodness you couldn't handle we, it well we would have to spend all the, i would have to block out two or three hours each morning just to go over not true not true not true. Oh, How yes. long did we go over my dreams this morning? 30 minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, 30. You were reading Fif- emails in between. 15. 15. You were reading emails in between. Well, we got a nice email from somebody <laughs> who was thanking us for what oh, we that's do. True. And it was really sweet. Because oh, it did encourage us, didn't it? It encourages us, yeah. You know, when it's coming from people you know, you're like, oh, they just love us, don't they? Yeah, they're just saying that because they yeah, have they to. they love us. They're, they're being kind. And you, that's why we except Amanda, people. she acted really pumped about it. She I did. really believe she her. Yep. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so, so that, that that just stop there for a minute, sort of in the middle of this time, instead of right at the end of the show, and remind people because sometimes I think we finish our topic and people cut the podcast off. Oh, so. maybe. So, so we really do appreciate you connect connecting with us. Mm-hmm. Visit the website at mydreamstories.com. Visit us on the Facebook page at uh, uh, what is it? Dream Stories Podcast. Okay. Uh, Listen to us on the podcast services and things. Rate us, comment on us, send comments on Facebook, on the podcast services, you know, do review. Um, send us an email. Uh, you can mm-hmm. make a donation. This person actually made a donation so and kind. sent a note. And I thought, gosh, I'm, I'm going to write them back because it wasn't just a donation. That was sweet. But the the uh, the note was just sweet, encouraging us. I don't know exactly what had encouraged them, but, right. but they were encouraged. That's and it so was a, good. It was a huge blessing to us to know we had encouraged someone. Yeah, we were thankful so, for that. So go out there and do those things. It yeah. does really impact us as well. So it's a way you can minister back to us if we're being a blessing to you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, okay, there's our usual end of Right in the middle. Right in the middle. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So because I recorded my Gladys dream this morning, as I began to write, right in the middle of it, another dream popped up that I had, didn't realize I'd had. So I went and just wrote down the the top the top line of it. But I knew if I didn't grab it right then, I was going to forget even the small little things. So what I'm trying to say is don't negate recording when something pops up in your head because we say dreams are like... Uh, tissue paper like i don't know did you ever make flowers when you were younger out of colorful tissue paper big roses you know you take buy the big tissue paper at the store you never did you accordion fold them together and then you oh we'll do that one day and you and you pull them apart and they can make really big beautiful flowers but imagine if you turned a sprinkler on that tissue paper would just become flat i'll give you another word picture michael this will help you remember the 
tissue paper you bought for my packaging yesterday, it was standing up all nice and pretty polka dotted. If it rained on that, it would just, it would go to mush. And that's what we're saying with dreams. It's similar. You know, if you don't take them in that moment. So as I'm recording Gladys, several other dreams popped up. So I just began to record all of those dreams, the title, what, what I would title them so I could go back and fill them in. But then I, I left Gladys. I thought, I'll finish her later. And I just went and recorded the ones that were popping up. And it revealed two or three other dreams that I thought were one dream, but they weren't. They were really all separate. Well, and and something really interesting that came out of you doing that was we talk about sometimes that, that you recorded all these different dreams from last night. And we talk about sometimes when we've talked about soul dreams, how um, the events of our day, the circumstances of our day can creep into our dreams and it really be our soul just processing. I was getting there. That was my next topic. But but I I thought I might get to talk for a second or two in this episode. (laughs) No. If I I jump. Okay. No. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Go on. No, No, finish what you were saying. Soulish. So the concept is that that is true. Things do creep into our dreams. What we're dealing with, what we're passionate about, what we what we are, you know, struggling with, what we're obsessed over, and even just things of the day that show up in our dreams. So we see a dog run across the road and almost mm-hmm. get hit by a car mm-hmm. in the daytime, and it sort of traumatizes us, worried about it in some way, and we'll dream about a dog almost getting hit by a car in the night. And a lot of times those are actually soulish things, just stuff from our mind and stuff from our day bleeding into our dream life. But you had an interesting experience last night that that is uh, I learned a new word this morning. I should shouldn't have been a new Come word. Come on with it, boo boo. But that is juxtaposed to that. You didn't know that. I didn't because she named one of her dreams the juxtaposition of her house. So <laughs> so uh, I yeah. knew it, but I wasn't completely sure what it. You meant. didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know what it means, it means to put two things side by side so you can show the difference in them that are similar or the same object, well, the, but the, maybe the, in have a different light. But yeah. You're wanting to emphasize the differences yes. in them. So, so that can be, what mm-hmm. we just discussed, can be the impact of your day can create a soul dream. But putting that side by side with the impact of your day that doesn't create a soul dream, mm-hmm. but that God uses the events of your day or the things you've been thinking about or the stuff that's been going through your mind as the imagery to speak to you in a spirit-led dream. Well, that was and my question to you, wasn't it, yes, this morning? It was. I was like... You know, Michael, I had all these experiences yesterday. And with every single dream I just recorded, every single one of them I could touch to an event that happened that day that could have affected how I, or the topic of what I was dreaming. Right, but yet all four of the dreams you dreamed last night actually were not soul dreams because you started off telling me you thought they were all soul I dreams. I did. I was about to trash them all. Yep. <laughs> we don't really trash soul dreams. But but you look at them with a you different do, perspective. You do, and you just mm-hmm. go, okay, how can I learn from these? And I was looking at all of them. I was like, you know what? After Gladys, which I thought Gladys... Yeah, but that was before you took the melatonin. It and was. So you were thinking there it was, was a difference. I, I took melatonin after I had Gladys, and Gladys is going to go down the history. I just love the name because I don't even ever, I don't even know anyone named we're Gladys. We're going to have to talk through that dream before the episode's over because people have heard you talk about Gladys so much. So I know. know what okay. Happened to so anyway, so so Gladys, and then all these other dreams that I had, they all looked back at something I did that day. I said, Michael, can all these be speaking to me? But as I began to unfold them. I was finding color in the dream. I was doing all this stuff. So I thought, because well, at first I thought, oh, the melatonin messed me up. I'm not going to do that anymore. But then as I began to unfold them, they were 
all has like either color or something really positive in them. Okay, do you want me to tell Gladys? Well, we don't or do have you want to unfold can, this? We can unfold this, okay. and we'll come back to Gladys. So, go ahead, unfold. No, so 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 what I thought what I thought was interesting in it is each dream that you shared had a specific spiritual implication in your life or in the life of our family or in things around us, mm-hmm. and yet they could have easily been mistaken for a soul dream if you had simply applied some of the rules. I'm doing air quotes, but nobody can, of course, see those. Oh, but the, the way rules, you said rules, mm-hmm. that told everybody there's air yeah, quotes. Some of, the, some of the rules that we seem to talk about, and it really is an important lesson for us that we have to listen to our Creator. We have to listen. For, for me, I listen to Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and that's where I get the understanding of where a dream fits in terms of category and how much emphasis I place on it. Is this a soul dream? Is it a spirit-led dream? Is it a demonic or evil dream? That's where I get the emphasis of that. It's not just about does it involve things from through the day, does it have color or not have color, because I can get those elements wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's important for me to listen for Holy Spirit to say, this is an important dream. Yeah. And what was interesting is you started the morning out saying that the Gladys dream, so you said, I, this was, I'm going to share this with you because this was important. Mm-hmm. Then you were almost ready to just bypass the other dreams when I uncharacteristically mm-hmm. said, you know, no, I want to hear about your other ones too. Kind you of did. Thing. As a and matter of fact, you were coming out of the bedroom. And I'm sitting on the couch because I'd have my quiet time. The you qui- all the couch, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. couch. That's the quiet time and couch mixed right. together. Quiet. I, I knew it. I knew it was. So, <laughs> so you breezed by me. I said, "Hey, I had a bunch of dreams last night. I want to share them with you." I had to say it really fast because you were I walking was fast, moving because I was afraid you were about to say that. And you had something in your hand, so I knew you were going to take your medicine. <laughs> you came back, and you sat down beside me. That's it me. was an exclamation point. It was saying, mm-hmm. "I'm here to listen to you," and I was like. Thank you, Michael French. And so you shared the rest of the dreams too. Then, as a result of yeah, that, yeah, you did pretty good. You mm-hmm. only stepped away one time and read him an email one time. But you that did was good. the email that related to it's the dream. It's because I took you a breath. I went, you did. <gasps> no, you were looking up who James Lipton was, or something about James Lipton, because he was in your dream. I didn't look him up. I had already looked him up before you came well, into the room. You were looking up something about one of the characters <laughs> in one of your <laughs> I dreams. I think I was. I don't remember. Anyway. So, what were we talking about? We were talking about your, your dreams last night. The the relationship of things through your day mm-hmm. to what showed up in your dreams. So, tell us what, how the day influenced your dreams. Okay. And then we'll generally, we can talk to folks about the importance of the dreams. We won't go over all of them. No, the I'm just going to list the title and just, I'm not going to go through the dreams, but mm-hmm. I'm going to list the title and then what happened during the day that made me think they right. were That's what I fleshly or soulishly connected. Right. So, for, for Gladys, who was about a cat in my lap, um... Yesterday, uh, I was thinking about my, what would you call a, my grandcat. Your, your grandcat. Yeah, that's, that, that'll work. <laughs> I was thinking about my grandcat. Our son and his wife. They cat. have a new baby, so the. They also have a cat. They have a new baby, and so they had put their cat in the basement because. Well, we just said they have both. They had a cat, and now a new baby, a second baby. Okay, so they had, okay, Michael. It's okay, go ahead. So they put the cat in the basement. They're, you know, trying to keep it. They don't want to get rid of it. They just worry about having a new baby and a cat. You know, and they have claws. She has claws and everything. So, and I understand it completely. So, uh, I wouldn't want my baby, grandbaby to get injured. 
you know. Right. But yeah, anyway, no, but I, my heart was compassionate. She went missing this weekend for a day, so I was thinking, oh, my grand cat. So I want, I'm like, maybe I could just take her in. And I thought, though, there's no way, there's no room. So one of the lines in my dream about uh, Gladys was, do you have room to keep her? And I said, no, but I'm going to anyway. Okay, so that was how that one spilled over. Yeah. And so that spilled over from the, the children's cat situation. Yes. Yep. Yes. And then the next one was um, this dream about a baby being uh, uh, adopted or, or taken into a family that was not known. And then uh, I had watched a, a Netflix show last night where one of the characters in the movie didn't know who her parents were and she had just been given to somebody. There right. was no paperwork or anything. And that was so similar to and, a portion of this dream. Right. And not only that movie, but we had just talked to some friends who were sharing with us they were about to begin the process of foster care and with the potential of adopting. So you had two things that bled into the right. dream. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the juxtapose house. Yes. You know. Yes. So that one, yesterday you and I were riding down the road and while you were in your deep thought, I went into my deep thought, and my deep thought was, I wish I could walk through my property. I've been thinking about this the last few weeks. I wish I could walk through my property. Maybe I should try to call a forester to walk through to see what kind of bushes I would like to maintain and keep that are just natural to the land. We don't have to replace, and they'll grow well. And I was thinking how I needed to do that. And in this dream, we drive up, and we see my yard, and part of the dream was, oh, my goodness, they did so good. They preserved all the plants that I wanted them to. And so I felt like that could have bled over. Right. And we're actually building a house in real life. So that process, you know, would be something that was significant to you, would be on your mind. Right. So it, you would think of it oftentimes as a soul, the soul pulling it into your Yes. Brain. But yet there was okay. importance. The fourth dream that I, and of course I could have had more. I just don't know. I don't remember. Um, beach Rescue. This one was not as much so, but but in one of the shows I had watched, there was a lot of water, uh, danger near water, and so I wondered if that had bled over because it was something about a beach rescue. Right. So I'm like, Michael, what what about our day and how much of our thoughts throughout the day bleed over? So as we're walking in to do the podcast today, I felt like God told me to go look in Ecclesiastes. We, I just sat down, not, what, no, 25 minutes. minutes ago, maybe? And I would love to tell you that I knew the scripture. You know, it was just tucked in my little heart, but I didn't know it. But I Googled, does Ecclesiastes talk about dreams? And I felt like it did, but I couldn't remember right. where in there that I was looking for or a specific scripture. It could have pulled up 10, and, and that would have been great. But um, it pulled up Ecclesiastes 5.3, and it says, A dream comes... When there are many cares through the day, and many words mark the speech of a fool. Now, there, that's the New International Version of Scripture. Another one, like the English Standard Version, says, For a dream comes with much business, like much dealings and much going on, and a fool's voice with many words. That means someone speaking something can even have an effect on your dreams. So this was, I had never really taken this particular verse out of an Old Testament Scripture that talks about, you know, the cares of the day is what call, you know can bring about dreams. But that doesn't mean that our Creator who created us to be able to have dreams. And interestingly, that Scripture speaks to two different types of things. The busyness of the day can come into your dreams. Mm-hmm. That portion of that verse is not necessarily bad. 
But a whole lot of words is a, a fool speaks a whole lot mm-hmm. of words. So it's saying these things can be good or bad depending upon the circumstances because right. it's comparing it to the two different uh, approaches. Just the way I, I haven't studied that mm-hmm. scripture, but just the way I hear it, just as you're talking about it, that's what the feeling is. I mean, is, is that about. one that we use a lot? It's not, is it? No, we don't use it a lot in talking about dreams, but it's a very great, it's a very good uh, um, Hebrew uh, mindset uh, that provides us some guidance on the very topic we're talking about. It makes me think about other things outside of dreams, um, metaphorical things, or just God speaking to us and how we hear him. We hear him through dreams, but I think a lot of times we discount God's voice as just being our own. I mean, I walk in and, and I'm hearing kind of in my, how do you say it, in your head, in your spirit, man, I'm hearing... Right. Look up Ecclesiastes because I would really I love to bring in something that tells us history wise how it's been. This is not a new thought that something right. that happens throughout the day can can influence what we dream or something. Well, and I think the I think the beautiful thing about that is is we started off this podcast with talking about how we do go through cycles with dreaming, and sometimes God wants us to recognize our Creator is is emphasizing to us that we need to listen in other ways as well, not just dreams. And so you had both dreams last night and what we would call the still small voice, that just little prompting within you to check something else out. And both are equally valid for hearing instruction and direction and wisdom as can be evidenced here. But we promised to tell people about Gladys the Cat. And I do want us to do one of your dreams specifically to emphasize how we end up with the events of the day impacting the dream and yet having a message for you, you know, in, in addition, so that it's not a soul dream. But it's God using the circumstances of the day. So tell your Gladys. Okay. Well, one of the ways I know that a dream is. I, I keep wanting to think about Gladys Knight and the Pips, but it's it's Gladys the Cat. Okay. And so just, <laughs> okay. just I had to clear that out of my head or I wouldn't be able to focus. So. Yeah. Go so um, one of the things I look for when I'm writing down my dreams is what was the overall feeling and color. And so I look and I see that there's light in this dream with Gladys so the room is well lit I walk in there's an airiness there's a a brightness whereas some of the other dreams I had last night were all kind of misty and and just not dark but just not depressing just a gray color but color appears throughout the dream you know in all of them so that's how you know God's speaking in those moments even but anyway so I'm I walk into this office and I sit down in a chair, and across from me is a man sitting, like a bailiff, sitting behind a desk. And I knew that he was releasing me from jail. And so he he said, um, you, you're released. And I was like, okay. And he goes, what are you going to do with the cat? And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to take her with me. He goes, but do you have room? And I said, no, I don't. And I'm thinking to myself, the other cats are not going to like this, but I have to take this cat home with me because I've had this cat, you know, this and I loved her, you know, I loved this cat. So uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm taking the cat home. And that was it. That was the end of the dream. Really simple dream. Deals with both cats we have and the situation with the kids' cats. 
And it would be easy to say that dream is soulish and that dream is just stuff from the day. And you actually thought that's what it was. And I, I, you, you said, I asked you, did you know what it meant? And you said, no. I said, but that's an easy dream. And sometimes it's easier for somebody else to see. Well, now, I did tell you I had thoughts, but yeah, they didn't make sense to me. But then you told me, and it was exactly what I was thinking. Go ahead. Right. And so, so we, I don't make a huge practice of interpreting your dreams, and I don't really encourage spouses to in- interpret spouses' dreams. Because Doesn't sometimes well. it can create conflict. And, you yes. Know, with things but that was a really good dream because we had just been you know talking about some of the things it was speaking to and the the dream had to do with the cat being that sort of independent thinker independent mindset on its own kind of thing Uh, the cat represented you and you represented you so it was two parts of you spirit and soul and your soul has that independent thinking mindset and it's kept you in prison yeah because it's kept you in a place where you don't want to see the value, the independent thought, don't, don't necessarily want to see the value you have, the purpose you have. But when you, when you make you better the decision watch it. to come out of yeah. the, um, she's afraid I'm going to say she needs to start a comedy routine, <laughs> which guys just. No, I just, wasn't even thinking that. You just revealed your heart, yeah, though. So guys, just, just if you ever need a Christian comedian. Lisa needs to debut somewhere. Oh so, my goodness, you're so, in so uh, much trouble. So anyway, so so she's she's looking at this a cat, brings it out, and coming out of the prison is saying, you, "Your independent thinking, you're wanting to do it your way, has kept you bound up. But it's time to move out of the prison and make a decision." Your spirit was saying, "I don't have room for this. These are not things I necessarily want to deal with or do." But it's time to take care of it, to come out. And to be and fair, I thought the cat was me, but I couldn't. I yeah. thought, no, I, the cat can't be me. I'm me. The cat's the cat, yeah, you know. You, it was two parts of you, yeah. spirit and soul. But what does Gladys mean? Gladys means uh, princess or yeah. royalty. So you come out of your independent way of thinking, your soulish way of thinking will get you, if you step away, break that off and come out of it, you come away from an independent mindset and into a place where you walk in new authority and new uh, capacity to fulfill your position and your role. And we've talked about that some. You've been struggling with what's your purpose and where do you fit and certain things, and you want to travel with me and things, but it was just it was saying it's time. Don't let your thinking block you from being what God created you to be. And it was a really, I thought, a very insignificant message for you out of the events of the day and the mm-hmm. cats. Thank you. So. It's good. And what are you about to say? Well, our time is up. So what I guess I'm about to say is, is will you say it this time? Keep on dreaming. <laughs>